0: Hey, y'all, this is Janice Cohn, the intuitive therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Hello, hello, y'all. We are in mid February. Cannot believe it. Uh, this year, in so many ways, is going fast and slow at the same time. That said, I want to talk to you about the topic of helplessness today. And uh, I think it's so important because, in you know, the times that we're in are challenging. And then even outside of COVID, we have life to contend with. And over the past several years, I have experienced several times where I felt like I really had no options. And while my gut let me know that wasn't true, my mind did a hell of a good job convincing me that I was entirely and beautifully screwed. Helplessness is a funny thing, isn't it? I mean, it has a way of all of a sudden... Taking the wind out of you and knocking you to the ground. Just like a total knockout. Helplessness is a really it's really good at persuading us to give up, to accept defeat, and to internalize perceived failure as if we were personally and permanently flawed. Early on in this podcast and on multiple occasions, you know that I've spoken about the power and influence of resistance, probably much earlier on in the podcast. so You probably would have to go back, uh, to the first quarter, first half of the sessions that I've posted. And just like resistance, helplessness is power. It's insidious, it's cutthroat, and it's relentless. Just like resistance, helplessness, it's slithering, poisonous, and equally as potentially deadly. If you allow it to be doing the work that I do for as long as I've done it, almost 30 years, y'all. One thing I have become cognizant of is how much we allow our emotions to determine how happy or miserable we are. Today's episode is designed to help you get out of that headspace of helplessness and into the heart space of of resilience. And the truth is that we aren't helpless at all. 99% of the time, we really are not. Only unless we are tied up and bound literally, and our safety is being directly and fatally uh, at risk. We, outside of that, we really aren't helpless. There's always a way out and always more options than we could possibly know in our mind. I know I'm not the only one who has felt helpless and defeated in certain moments in my life. I'm sure you have. And my hope is that if you're feeling helpless right now, that by the end of today's episode, you realize and accept that you're not. Most often feeling helpless follows unexpected disappointment. Fear sets in and we quickly feel trampled before we even get a foot out the door. I know for me, when stress piles up, I can become overwhelmed, I'm human. And maybe for a moment or even days, I can feel like I'm trapped with no way out. I'm just like you. I hate feeling that way. I mean, I really hate feeling that way and I hate very few things. When I feel helpless, I feel angry. I feel anxious, scared, uncertain, and I feel lost. If you've been a listener for a while, or even if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I have repeatedly spoken about how I had for many years of my life felt angry at life. I wasn't taught how to overcome. I wasn't taught how to use adversity to give me a leg up, nor was I taught how to look at what I experienced from a different perspective. Don't, don't get me wrong. I got a lot from my parents. I just struggle with those things. I lived very concretely in my perceptions, beliefs, and emotions and I would often get stuck there and I couldn't move. I was paralyzed emotionally many times in my life. But what I found most interesting is that when I look back on my emotional and psychological evolution, I see one thing that helped me change the way I experienced helplessness. And that one Was simply, yet profoundly, doing this. Reaching a point where I was so sick and tired of feeling helpless, I couldn't stand it anymore. And that level of intolerance within me helped me reinvent myself in those moments of perceived defeat. In other words, I was able to bounce back. I got sick and tired. I've had to top myself off the proverbial ledge of helplessness more often than I care to admit. But it was either I was going to win over helplessness or the other way around. I was going to be squashed by it. And if y'all have learned anything about me over time in the last uh, three, four years of this podcast, it's that I'm not going to let harmful harmful emotions win. I'm going to slay them by befriending them first and then exploiting the shit out of them to my advantage. That's the only way to get out of helplessness and into resilience it's the only way. There's always something you can do about a situation. There's always an out in 99% of life situations. And remember, I don't include when your life is at stake. Sometimes there's that too. The fact that our brains are so limited in how we process things is the problem, right? So I know that for me, when I can't find a solution that I feel good about, I know that my thinking is way too narrow and that I'm caught up in the narrowness of my own mind. And once I realize that and it's become more immediate, I think the more I've become aware of the fact that I can't get out of my own way, then I then I have to say to myself, "Girl, you are you're in narrow land." And once I realize that, then it's time for me to look through my Rolodex of resources and ask for help. And I will ask for help from a million people, if I have to, to eliminate any feelings of helplessness that I have. I am relentless when it comes to feeling better. I refuse to tolerate feeling helpless ever. Shit happens in life. You may have, uh, you may have had your heart um, too heavily set on an outcome. And when there's a delay, a setback, or, or an elimination of that, particular outcome altogether, it's like your world's falling apart. And you feel like square one is the worst place you could be. Well, my friend, you could not be further from the truth. Square one can be the most amazing place to end up. You get to start over. You give yourself the permission to make a new plan. If you can stop feeling sorry for yourself long enough, to take a few breaths and get your game face back on. What's the opposite word for feeling helpless? Control, right? Well, we all know how our quest for control uh, can backfire on us, don't we? So let's look into the gray space between helplessness and control. And when you look there, you will see an endless, vastness It gives you the moments to breathe, to relax, to relax your thinking mind, and to open up your awareness to your higher mind's wisdom. It's in this gray space that the most brilliant resolutions happen. The gray space is your golden ticket out of helplessness and into resilience. When we feel helpless, it probably happens, in my opinion, for several reasons. I'm going to talk about a few of them. And maybe as you listen today, you're going to come up with some other reasons. But just remember, just because you might be able to or attempt to justify feelings of helplessness doesn't mean that justification is valid or that you need to lean back into it at all. When you feel helpless, you must become aware that you are resisting change and that you're dealing with disappointment and nothing else that's what pretty much anything is in life. It's a, it's a, um, an experience of highs and lows, successes and disappointments. Look, the one thing, uh, you know, we all know about life is that change is constant. So why are we so resistant to it? Why does change seem so shitty? Well, simply put, change pushes us to move away from our rigid expectations about how we think things should be. You know the saying, you plan and God laughs? Well, it's a very noble truth. In reality, there is no such thing as control for anything or anyone outside of you. So why do you keep trying to control those things? Is it an effort in stupidity? No. We all do it. We all do it. But... Look at where you have felt disappointed in your life. Where have you held too tight to an outcome? And where do you need to loosen up your hold on your expectations? We resist change because it scares the hell out of us. We have no control over what could happen. We are plopped into the abyss of change and we either drown or we swim to shore. We either thrive or we die. And y'all know I happen to prefer thriving. How about you? The thing about life in helplessness is that you have to be ready to roll with the changes. If you fight against them, you only prolong your pain and misery. You may not like what you have to deal with. Who wants to deal with anything negative? But you can't avoid change happening. So get a different game plan when change shows up. Learn to look at change as having a higher purpose in your life. Look at change as having a positive intention for you. We aren't supposed to live our lives feeling punished. Just a little FYI. In fact, we're supposed to live our lives feeling the exact opposite. There are a lot of crappy things that we will go through. But staying in the shithole of feelings that comes with those experiences is not what is meant for us. You either use your life circumstances to get ahead, or you will create and prolong suffering. It is that simple. One brilliant way to circumvent feeling helpless is this, is to focus on what you do have influence over. Perseverating and overthinking over something that you can't control is a total waste of your time. Look at your life, my friend, in terms of each day, not in terms of of its monumental and whole experience. Do not get stuck on focusing on the future that you cannot control. I, I mean, I've done it myself. I try to stay as present as possible, but my God, we want to rush into the future so we can be prepared, huh? Reality is you just have 24 hours at a time to work on you and to live. That's a nice span of time in all honesty and plenty to start using each moment to your advantage. So my dear, I suggest you start there. Where in each day can you carve out a sense of control? Where in each day can you bring order and peace into your life? Where in each day can you change your focus to a place that needs your help or a person who needs what you have because they don't have it? Where can you be of service and get out of your own freaking way? Another powerful thing to think about when you feel helpless is that your brain is not only very biased, but it's also skewed with the filter that you use to process life experiences. One of the most valuable tools that I've been pushed to learn in this lifetime is to consider a different perspective other than the one that leads me nowhere. Funny, isn't that? That's a brilliant idea. Consider something else that leads you somewhere instead of the one way you think, which leads you nowhere. Maybe someone's let you down, fired you, broken up with you, or you've experienced something else that makes you feel as if you cannot go on or that you can't change your life. Whatever that thing is, in order to effectively deal with it and come out on top, you have to learn to flex your thinking and give yourself the opportunity to get out of your own way if you really looked at how much you block yourself from moving forward, you would laugh. I know when I look back, I, I laugh at how simple it would have been to just uh, pivot and do something else. That is why I said at the top of the show today that I don't care what it takes. I will search and search and search and search and consult with however many people I need to to solve my problem. I am relentless. I have some very valuable people in my life, colleagues, spiritual friends and mentors, family members, and straight talking friends who have known me all of my life. And they will give me their opinion when I'm too caught up in my own, not because I need to hear what's nice, but because they know me well enough to tell me what I need to hear because it's best. Simply opening my mind up to other ways of looking at a person's response or situation has changed my life. And don't think I don't need constant reminders to stop my own way of thinking because I do a great job of (laughs) convincing myself about truths. And then when I sit back and pause and I say, okay, wait a minute, can I consider thinking about this in a different way? And 99.99% of the time I can. When I feel stuck and helpless, that is my clue that my thinking is too narrow and that I need to stretch it, that I need to consider other things. So ask, ask, ask anyone who comes to your mind about the struggles that you're in, but please make sure you respect the people you ask. Do not go to somebody who's negative, jealous of you, or insecure. You will get crushed and hurt along the way, and you'll feel worse than ever. Choose reliable people with logical and objective thinking, and I promise you that you will find almost immediate relief from your feelings of entrapment. The only other way to eliminate the feelings of entrapment is to take action once you're aware of other options. Anytime there is anxiety, helplessness, hand to God, Get your ass up and do something. I don't care if it's go to the bathroom or go jog or call somebody. Whatever it is, do something different than what you're doing in that moment. It opens up your mind and you can very well download some good info. Think back on those times where you didn't fall prey to feeling helpless. We all have those times that we can look back and see what we did differently, what we did well, how we got ourselves out of the hole. No matter how big or small your evidence is from your past, when you didn't allow your helplessness to win, please give yourself credit and become who you were when you kicked helplessness's ass. Go back to who he was or she was when you felt strong and vibrant and that you could conquer helplessness, that you didn't let it run you down. Go be that guy. Go be that girl. Kick helplessness ass again. When we think about life, so many people, I believe, argue with the truth. And one thing that I have said over and over again in the last several years is that I stopped arguing with the truth. doesn't help. So I've come to believe in a very simple mantra. It has probably been the most powerful mantra I have ever said in my life outside of God has my back. And the mantra is, it is what it is. Like I said, this is my main mantra uh, by which uh, I live life. It is what it is, except I go a little further with it when I say these next few words. I don't ever just stop it is what it is and go, ah, whatever. Sometimes I do, but most of the time when I'm feeling frustrated, I have to add this second part. So after I say it is what it is, I say, okay, now what am I going to do to get to where I want to go? It's almost like saying, okay, it is what it is. Now what? what do I do? Let me get into action. So if you just say it is what it is and become defeated, you miss the whole point of accepting what is. The key is not to argue with the truth, but to accept it and then pivot. Focus on finding the solution or a path towards a solution, and then you'll find your way out of the dark hole of helplessness. That I promise. Focus on the only things you have control over, this moment right now, the emotions you choose and reinforce in yourself, the thoughts you think, the beliefs you keep, the actions you take, the words you use to describe yourself in your life. I promise you that if you just focus on those six things and make sure that whatever you think, feel, do, and say about your life is positive, helplessness doesn't stand a freaking chance of taking hold of you. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, you know where to reach me. Please send them to me at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. I thank you for listening today. I hope something in here has helped you feel resourceful. Remember, take action when you feel that life is getting the best of you. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively